to be joined in studio by former state representative uh, Frank White, who has made some big news this week. Frank, I'll let you share your news instead of me sharing it to the world. What you got going on? Thanks, Jeremy. Well, I have decided to run for uh, the Florida State Senate. Senate, Senator Doug Broxson is um, our our senator in District 1, um, which represents Escambia County, Santa Santa Rosa County, and the northern half of Okaloosa County. Um, Senator Broxson has done a fantastic job. In my opinion, I think he's a he's a man of integrity and has a, uh, the demeanor of a statesman and is is now the appropriations chair in the Florida Senate, a, a position where he will be able to do, um, do fantastic work for our area. But we have term limits in Florida. Um, I like them. Um, but one of the one of the downsides of term limits is that you lose, you know, you lose good, good representatives at times. And that cycle is coming up uh, in August 2024. There will be a a primary, Republican and Democratic primary. Um, I filed to run as a Republican um, to follow Senator Broxson. Um, and you've had some early endorsements for some local officials? Yes. Uh, uh, Representatives uh, Michelle Saltzman and Representative Alex Andrade, um, the state representatives from the area, supported my campaign. Um, we have others, others soon to be announced. I think that the big thing that uh, just if you're listening at home that, you know, when a state Senate seat becomes uh, available, sometimes you see the game of dominoes played and everything can change. But I think that having Representative Salzman, Representative Andrade endorsing your campaign early is going to provide some uh, stability to our legislative delegation, which I think is really, really important. Tallahassee such a seniority-driven system. And to have a team, and, and while you would be a freshman senator, being a former representative, you have a lot of re- relationships that are already built over there in Tallahassee, which when you only have a few members in our delegation, those relationships are vital. You're right. Uh, the panhandle is, you know, compared to the, the rest of the state, it's one, you know, it's one fortieth, I guess this district would be one fortieth of the state. So those relationships are critically important. When you get there, it's, you know, you don't really have time to uh, you know, to build the trust of your colleagues. And if, if you know, they're going to, if you're going to be able to influence them, persuade them that, uh, you know, on, on different issues, they've, you've got to have their trust. Um, so you served in the state, as a state representative from 2014 to 2018, 2016 to 2018? 2016 to 2018. So, you know, that was pre-Governor Ron DeSantis. We have, I think it's fair to say, the legislature's gotten more conservative. What kind of things do you see as as things that you're excited about in serving in the in the Senate if you get the opportunity to do so? Things you that will. have changed, <laughs> things that have changed over the last four years. What are you kind of excited about to to be a part of going back to Tallahassee? Uh, I'm most excited about standing with Governor DeSantis. He is the man has been like, fantastic for the state. Um, you know, he is uh, he shares our Panhandle values, and you know, I'm going to make sure those values are never compromised. And I think that it is, you know, if you, you may not, Frank is, is I have had the, the opportunity to know Frank for a long time. He is a guy and his family are people who are oftentimes, you may see them, uh, you know, out in the scenes, but also behind the scenes do so much for everybody in our community. Uh, you know, you and your wife are, are tremendous, tremendous people for what you do for our community. We're so grateful to have you guys here, I think it's tremendous that you're looking to get back into the public atmosphere, the public, the public sphere here. Um, you know, Tallahassee is such a, it's an interesting place, uh, and it is a seniority-driven, crazy land. And so I am, I am so excited to have somebody 
possibly joining our team who was on the team and knows the players over there because we need um I don't know what the right word is. The only thing that's coming to mind is like gravitas. Like we got to have people who have the ability to get things done. And I think when you showed in your legislature early that you had the ability to get things done, uh, so much so that you were kind of called on to run for statewide office and it didn't quite get all the way there like you liked it would have been. But the you were called on to do that because of the success you were having early in your career as a, as a representative. And to go back to the state Senate, I think is tremendous Thanks. for all of us here. Thanks. Well, I, I love the panhandle. I love Florida. Um, you know, I'm just... Like I'm running because I'm concerned about the future of our country. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's for my four little kids. It's for everybody's kids that, that yeah. we all are, are called to serve our community in different ways. And this is this is the way I see that I, I think I can step in and make a difference. We're going to go to Candy for a quick traffic break. Can you stick around for a second? Yes. Good deal. Yeah, you should stick around the whole show. We got the frivolous <laughs> topic coming up. This is exciting. And then he shared that with us on the wrap, but not to tell yeah. anybody. And I yeah. was like, ah. Oh. I can't keep a secret, but I'm so excited. And you have my endorsement, too. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody's like, who cares? It. Yeah, right. I would love, love, love you. Traffic on the Fives is brought to you by ECUA. You can ensure that uh, recyclables are processed correctly and keep the recycling program on track. Go to livegreenecua.com. Download the Recycle Coach app today. Multiple car accident westbound. Uh, multiple car accident happening right now. This is at the base of the Three Mile Bridge. This is eastbound. So that's what that slowdown is on the Three Mile Bridge. Multiple car accident. That is eastbound. Traffic tips. Text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Back to you, Jeremy. Thank you. You said Senator. something at the very end. Uh, I am... Uh, my side of the world is the the party side of the things, and we are kind of a parallel but different track, and we're getting ready to have our elections again. And when I talk to people, I tell people, you know, I, I'm i lucky right now. I live in the free state of Florida, Governor DeSantis and all of that leadership, but if we don't work to continue to have this, it will go away. And I want my eight-year-old to be able to live in the same environment that I get to live in today, and it's easy to sit back and think, well, we're here it's going to be the Roman Empire fell, the Spanish Armada fell, all of those things happen. And if you don't continue to try and work and do everything you can every day to continue to make it better, it's going to fall apart. You're right, Jeremy. It's, I mean, we have, we want economic growth. We want prosperity. We want, we, you know, the problems of growth are so much better than the problems of decline and decay. Equally as important is I think what, what you were saying. And it's, there's a lot of crazy that we see yeah. every day and fighting back against that crazy is, is, um, you know, we, we've got to do it or else it, it, it wins. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's easy to say, you know, my wife is an educator. It's easy to say, why are they wanting to ban all these books? And, and there are things when you get into some of those conversations, I don't want to ban these books, but there are certain books that maybe shouldn't be in an elementary school. You know, we should have some conversations about, what do we want our elementary kids to know versus our high school kids versus our college age kids? There are differences between those groups of people, and I don't think everybody always sees it that way. You're right, and I, and I especially I love that there's actually let's talk about what books are in school. What yeah. a wonderful discussion to have and to, and to critically examine, you know what what is in the schools. I think, you know, it's I also get to the practical reality of, you know, a lot of those school books. You know, some of the books certainly shouldn't have no business being you know in a school, but even bigger is, you know, a lot of kids aren't even reading the books. Like, let's yeah. think about what's on phones in schools. Yeah. Let's think of, there's so much that our, our kids are consuming that, you know, we, it, it, there's, there's a lot of stuff to be worried about. Yeah. So. And there's so much to, you know, when you think about how we continue to preserve where we are today in the future and how all of 
the little decisions that have to be made to continue to, like we were talking just a second ago, they were talking about how Miami and Orlando airports had the strongest numbers of travelers that they've ever seen. And the reason that's important to us in this, the panhandle is most of our money for the state income tax or state taxes comes from sales tax. And the more people that pay that sales tax that don't live in Florida, the less we have to pay it. The more there is to invest in Northwest Florida, in schools and teacher salaries and all of those things. But it's all connected to each other. And you have be aware of all of how all the pieces fall together to make things the way they are today. It's a lot, and we need really talented people to be able to address all of those issues and see the big picture all the time. Last year, the state of Florida grew by something like 320,000 people. That is the population of an Escambia County. Wow. Right? I mean, the growth yeah. is, is, is it's, it's significant. And when I, you, know, you mentioned the, you know, the importance of that, of sales tax revenue, it's critical because it keeps us, you know, we never want to have a state, a state income tax ever. Yeah. And that's, you know, the, that uh, keeping that, you know, tourism, that economic engine going is, is critical to our ability to not do that, to avoid it. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, there's just so many things. And the thing that I am always shocked by, and I tell people this now is the state of Florida is the most re- important Republican state in the country forever. It was Texas where, you were born and raised, and, and it's now become Florida. And the number of people, we talk about the people that are coming to Florida from California and from New York, but it's also people coming from Texas. Like as Californians are moving into Texas and changing what California Texas looks like, <laughs> Texans are moving to Florida to get to a state where it used to be like where they were from. And I think that it's amazing how Florida really is becoming the place that people are, it's almost like migration for freedom. It's in Florida. Absolutely. And there's, you know, you can go to the U-Haul website and see the price out of one-way U-Haul from California to Texas or California to Florida versus a one-way reverse U-Haul. It it is a whole lot more expensive to move from there to here because of demand. It's supply and demand. It is 8.30 in the morning. Frank, thank you so much for coming by and spending some time with us. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Frank White. Senate candidate for Senate District 1. Thank you for joining Senator us. Senator White! What is coming up in the news, David? The open container ordinance in Milton voted down yesterday. We'll tell you more after this update from Fox News. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A balloon shot down over the Atlantic after flying over the U.S. belongs to China, not the United States, says China's foreign ministry. It's being recovered in pieces and analyzed for intelligence. Senior government sources telling us that they will analyze the remains of the flight at an FBI processing lab in Quantico, Virginia. The airship, which flew over several military bases in the United States, weighed nearly 2,000 pounds and was 200 feet tall. Fox's Brooks Singman. Another oil giant reports record profits. BP's profits more than doubled last year to 27 billion. It's benefiting from a sharp rise in global energy prices linked to the war in Ukraine. That's meant financial pain for many homes and businesses and calls for the likes of BP to pay more tax. The British firm says it's helping provide the energy the world needs. Fox's Jonathan Savage, Shell, ExxonMobil and Chevron have also reported all-time high annual profits. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 831 News Radio 923. It's 59, partly cloudy right now. I'm David Wayne. The controversial open container ordinance for downtown Milton got voted down yesterday. There's a motion and a second to uh, reject this item and not move it forward. And that proposal would have made it legal to carry an open container.